0: Welcome to the Learn the Game Podcast with the crew, the remontada. Stay tuned for more content. Learn the game, respect the game, we're back again.
1: Hi guys, and welcome back to Learn the Game Podcast. Bolufash here again. I haven't given you guys a footy episode in a while. Honestly, life has been life in. Niggas are busy, but with everything going on in the Premier League right now, I had to call <laughs> up the boys and just you nope. Know, Definitely hard to record. There's just so much going in the Premier
0: League, so much to talk
1: about. So again with me, I have Gus and Dabs. Gus, how far? How's it going?
0: I'm alright, can't complain. Uh yeah, looking forward to this Christmas. But Gus is leaving us for, for Lagos soon. But TMI, 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 TMI. <laughs> Dabs, how far? Oh am
2: calm. I'm just waiting for Christmas, man. Like I feel like Christmas come at the perfect time, like. Chelsea are about to go and run out games that I don't want to be there to explain. so I just feel like I'll be nice just chilling, vibing and then Chelsea between I that think. that's life right now. I'm getting ready for Christmas without Chelsea. I'm screaming.
1: I mean speaking of Chelsea honestly we can start with that. like I feel like last weekend and this week we saw kind of like best and the worst you know sides of a lot of teams. Chelsea during the weekend, you know, beat Brighton, a man down, and they, you know, held on to that win. And then midweek, lost to United. Like, if there's, if there's one team that's going to allow United to play that well, <laughs> best believe is this Chelsea team. So, Daps, like, where are you at with Chelsea? Because if I go back to earlier in the season and the kind of things you were, you know, you were telling the people, telling us everyone else is food. You even told me, you know, Chelsea finish ahead of United, blah blah blah. Do you still feel that same way about Chelsea? So, like, why are you at with Chelsea right now? So let me let me first say,
2: like, my opinion on like the way me at least I I, just,
1: I, I, don't, I keep having to
2: explain it, but the way me I watch boys, are, like I set my expectations, and like week by week doesn't really affect it doesn't really move me like that. So like Chelsea won on the weekend and we lost yesterday. That was not like I feel like it's not every game that like has like obviously like props to mind you like I, I actually didn't expect to see that kind of mind you like they came out, they actually had a structure where they actually like made it difficult for chance to play out. So obviously they, they played us in that department. I also feel like like Pochettino came out and he said because after the game, I actually was very annoyed watching the game because when I was in office and I had to watch on my phone and they already cautioned me once that I shouldn't watch Boy in the office. So mm-hmm. I, I was having to like hide and watch the game. And I was like, that game was so difficult to watch because there's a period where for like a five-10 minutes period, what Chelsea were doing where what Chelsea were doing with we'll get the ball, pass around the back four, then go back to the keeper, then pass back around four, and then they will press us again. And then because we're too scared to like make a mistake, because we had made so many mistakes, we started clearing it long. And as soon as we clear long, Magoya would just push Jackson away. My recycle possession. So like and I actually thought after Maya missed the pen. And Chelsea got back and goes, like, okay, maybe the game will normalize now. Chelsea can actually control the game better, but that never happened. The man you scored, and I was thinking, oh, shit, yeah, we'll go again. Then they missed that chance, McTominay header. Then Chelsea scored 1 1. Then I was like, okay, okay, let's try and like, maybe at least we can settle the game now. And then second half started with James came on. I actually like settled the game down for like the first 10, about 10 minutes of the first half, second half. And then from then on, we just went back to nonsense football. Like everybody was ass, Palmer ass, Modric, as Jackson ass. Will I w- the goal. I would say I don't know if I don't know if it was too If it was too short under, but it wasn't good. about I would just say, in playing out of position constantly doesn't help him because he's a centre back. Just imagine putting like Saliba right back or like Van Dijk right back. Like he's a centre back. Having to pull him left back constantly against wingers is just long. Like and he's actually holding his own now. But he had a bad game to a decent game. Thiago Silva. He's one of those guys where he's at a point where he's so old where you can't expect a consistent run of form from him. You just don't get what you get from him on a week-by-week basis. Because against Brighton, it was very good. Today, it was ass. Um, against Newcastle, he was ass. Against City, it was good. So, like, it's a P where... most Like, our team right now is a P where... I, I feel like if if you don't really, like, have an American sports team from, like, NBA, NFL college, you don't really, like, be able to understand, like, how to just cope with processes like, this is what you're going to get from a team where it's young, like good games, bad games. But in terms of what I think we're going to do this season, Chelsea are eight points for away from fifth. That's not, like we're still 14 games in and Chelsea have massively injured our season. So is it p where Our next five games are supposed to be easy on paper. Even though I think Everton's probably going to beat us or draw with us that on Sunday. But if Chelsea can't, the kind of where the way the table is right now, Chelsea can win three games in a row. We could be anywhere on the table. That's that it that is because just eight points from where we are in fifth. That seemed a lot, but fixtures are getting lighter for us. Hopefully, you can put a run of forms together when will come back, Clavier come back, guys stay in feet, no more, no more injuries. But my opinion hasn't changed on Chelsea. My you beat it's a good game for my you. Um, I still think Chelsea can make a push for, for top five. It's a long, it's a fucking long season, man. And season really gets long when you have to play champs, lockouts. you are probably knockout, and you have to play league, you have to play FA Cup. And I feel like Chelsea are gonna get healthy towards that period in time and then we'll go from there. But I'm still I'm not I'm not I'm still where I am, but it was a very sad game to watch, annoying game. I just feel like it was one of those games where there was no data point for Chelsea. It was just a flat performance. But man, you played really well, and then that was that But My my faith in the team still is still going strong.
1: Okay, let me let me ask you this quickly. So our points do you start getting word, Because we're 15 games in. Like this yeah. is the game season. So our points. Do you start getting worried? So the know, I told you I'm going to Nights, forget about Chelsea. By the time I come back from
2: Nights, the truth will have been told on Chelsea. Because our next five games, Everton, Fulham, Wolves. Who else are we playing? Everton Fulham Wolves, Sheffield and one more person. Those are no those are those are those should be easy games for guys like Man us now, City, Liverpool, season team. But for a team that's up and down like Chelsea, anything can happen in those games. You can beat 4 and Four, lose two one Sheffield lose like so uh, if depending on how we come out from this run of form, if Chelsea come out of this run of form and we've picked up out of 15 points, less than 10, and I look at the table and we've like 12 points from field. I think the season's almost over. Like we should just try and make conference league or you probably can call the wraps and that would be a failure of the season because our goal was really to make champs. But it's not like the end, it's like it's not obviously like we'll go again next season, but after this fight, next five games, whatever Chelsea do. Will determine where we finish the season. Hmm.
1: There was there was an interesting point you mentioned about following American sports teams, and guys, I'll i am calling you up for this one. Do you think you can like compare how? So when like let's talk about the NBA for example. Like so when a team is like in their rebuilding phase and they're taking a couple of years to like build things up. You know, some younger players are just starting to develop and become stars. Do you think Chelsea are kind of in their phase because a lot of their best players are still young? So, would you say Chelsea are in that rebuilding phase, and do you think it's actually going to
0: work? No, I th- I think it's different from you know how te- you know teams in let's say the NBA that are tanking and they have a bunch of young guys who can't produce. But I think the main thing is is expectations. Like no one's expecting spurs to do anything this season you know even when these guys were starting out uh Memphis a couple of years ago like no one's expecting them to go all the way they have high expectations now that you know that players have grown and are better but I think with ball is so different like you know players players peak at different ages I think compared to to the NBA I feel like with, with Arsenal I think we we're talking about that before we'll do that Arsenal's like one of the best teams the last two years, a lot of their key players are young. Like, the best players are young at the same age as, same ages as these guys, you know, in Chelsea that haven't, I guess, produced. I don't think it's, it's really an age thing. It plays a factor, but it's like, I don't know, I think, I think stability, like, I don't, I don't expect much from Modric, not because he's young, but because like, Bro, like, any small thing, like, you're going to the bench, like, because other players need to play, like, you know, Martinelli, Saka, all those guys got, like, they knew, they were sure of that spot, you know, and uh, they got time to play and become the players that they are today. But I just feel like the only really locked, the only sure guys in Chelsea right now are, like, uh, Enzo and Caicedo, maybe will Like, they have a lot of centre-backs now. Like, the centre-back issue is, like, they have four centre-backs that generally that like, any of them can start on any day. So, I, I don't know. I think it's more, I think, age and stability and just amongst other things.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, can, I I. mean, I agree with those points. I think, And I, you know, I always crack this joke with that, Bob. Like, you know, before you know it, it's thought Boli is going to go and bid for, like, Kiewiczka, for example, sign a new left winger. What then is going to happen with Modric? I just think the way Chelsea owners are, is like if there's an opportunity to buy a star player, they don't necessarily think of, oh, we have this. Like they literally will, everybody's forgetting that they also signed Lavia along with Casero and Enzo. Like that's another young midfielder. So I just think the way the owners run the club is like, if there's an opportunity to get a star, they go and get him. It's not like, oh, if we bring this person, it's going to block, you know, Madrid's path or anything. So that's another issue I have with Chelsea in terms of like them growing together and everything. It's like, Whenever the next star is available, Todd Bowley wants to bid for him. I mean, but we'll see. You know, That's enough about Chelsea. Let's talk. Let's talk about City now. Um, I mean, I feel like we do this every year with City. It's like they start of the season slowly. People are thinking they're not gonna do anything, and they finish the season well. But, and I think, guys, you agree with me on this. City's team is not as strong as it was last season, especially now with KDB now injured. Are you like? I don't want to ask if you're... Because I know you're not really worried deep down. But are you slightly worried that it seemed like Arsenal... Just look at how they did last season. Can potentially beat you guys to the league this season. The where, way where, where everything is going.
0: Ah, Bro, I've been, I've been quite... Not confident, but I've... I've been vocal about my expectations for Arsenal to actually win the league this season. So I'm not... Like, this game wasn't the game where I was like, Oh yeah Arsenal could possibly win the league. To be honest Liverpool can win as well, you know, but like you said we're not as we don't start second half of the season is usually better, but we don't have the ballers that we, you know, Mares, Gondohan and like KDB is out right now. Those are like big misses and the players that we have to bring in to replace them haven't I you can say they're not ready. You can say Pep doesn't trust them, but it it, it makes you of those various reasons. But yeah, I'm not necessarily worried because I've you know I've expected Arsenal to win the league for a while now. Um, so yeah, that the, the, these games have just been more frustrating because it's, I haven't City haven't played this badly in a while, especially that Villa game. Like it wasn't smash and grab, it wasn't shithousery, it wasn't, you know, unlucky they would drop XG and you're like oh, there's, you know, there's a point in time where we didn't have any finishers and we'll create chances, we can't, you know, kill the game they just outplayed us so I, that that's the, I guess, the problem and I guess figuring out where the so what solution is going to come from but I I trust, I trust Pep Um, it's early in the season, this setup that we have right now it might just be something where we have to run with specific players. You know, when specific players are available, when Stones is fit, you know, when when Rodri is available, when KdB is available as well. Right now it's just it's not it's not it's not a final form for this season. So I'm not worried in that. We won't be we won't be this bad towards the end of the season. I'm sure of it. Mm.
1: Daphne, any thoughts on City? You
2: know, I told you guys beginning of the season, like I feel like the one thing that's enough factor into City is this, like yes, like they've gone years in the past where they've had this kind of start and they've cut up towards the end of the season. But if we just keep thinking it's gonna happen every season, at what point are you gonna lose the league? Like, I feel like at some point fatigue just comes in, man. You've won the league three times in a row now, and you've just won the treble. Like, at what point, do you guys just think Fatigue is just going to set in and for you to get that ginger back, you need to lose again. I think it's like, it's not a save last season. Was, last season, Asna bottled it. But if not won, let's say, like, the game at the Emirates, for example, or let's say Arsenal beats Liverpool and Saka and those guys have that scored a that last-minute counter, we're having a different type of race. So it wasn't a save, like, obviously, not accepts losing games towards the end, but at that point, it was demoralised, but the the, the the margins were not that much. And then it's not a save, the season happened again, Master is slightly weaker, but not weak enough where they're still a better team than Arsenal. That's not that's not a conversation to be had. But I just feel like the human factor combined with the fact that like Arsenal just went through this exact same torture lack season. Like I just feel like at some point, like it's just gonna wear down them and they'll just give up, and then Arsenal will just run with it. I feel like I'm not saying oh Master can't win. Like this time last year, I was telling Arsenal fans, I will bet you 1k right now, Master are gonna win this league. I like, if I up to match, girls can test fine, which I was telling you know, bet 1K with me right now. Arsenal are not gonna win this league. I was, I was, that, that was sure, but this time like they've gotten the experience, they're back, they've gotten stronger, they have declarers, they have game changers, they have match winners. And this is is the, like, the the playing field is 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 safe for them to show what they can do. But the thing I didn't factor in Liverpool being this good. Into, into the season. So let's see what Liverpool does. Right now, I think the games are going to be divided by a couple games like Liverpool have to, City has to go to Liverpool. That's going to be a massive game. I start to go to City and Liverpool start to go to Emirates. Those games are going to be very key. Let's see if I shake. So I think right now, I'm going to see what the odds are. saying because I, I love odd makers. I follow, I use Vegas to like aid my thinking sometimes. Like So I'm going to see what the odds are. So I'm going to see what they're thinking and then but I, I, it's not looking good for City. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It's looking, it's looking shaky right now from my opinion. I'm sure.
1: I mean, the only thing I would say is I feel like we winning the treble. It kind of felt like City just go right home. So this season, it just feels like there's not much that much to prove to anyone. So maybe that is what will stop them. But I just can never bet against City. Man, I, I don't like doing. it. I'm tired of doing it at this point. So. You know, I'll leave it, I'll leave it there with City.
0: It's, I, safe, it's safe to bet against City this year. Take it from me.
1: No, 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 no. I'm not doing it. <laughs> At least not yet. <laughs> but another team I wanted to touch on was Spurs. Like to another team that like, we kind of saw like their best and their worst side. So I was very surprised when they when they managed to go to the Etihad with four fullbacks in defense. And actually, draw that game three three. Um, but then <laughs> I was looking at scores today. I didn't watch their game, but like they lost two one to West Ham. So the way Spurs are right now is, and I was telling guys this earlier, it's kind of what I expected them to be on that. And I think they su- they surprised me to start of the season. And I was like very high on them. I thought you know they would definitely finish third. But like what I'm seeing now is more of what I expected because. Because of the style he plays, I think it's very risky, especially in the Premier League. You're going to give up chances. And if you're putting out a lineup that has four fullbacks, for example, the more chances you're even going to give up. So everything I'm seeing now is kind of what I expected from them. Like, they'll just be on and off, win some games, play well, but they'll definitely lose some games, consider a lot. But, like, guys, where are you with Spurs? Do you think it's just a matter of, like, you know, getting some guys fit or... Um, do you still think you don't do you still think they won't finish in the top four? Because I think that was another I'm I do not remember what you guys predictions were to start the season, but I don't think after they sold can any of us really had Spurs in the top four. But yeah, why why are you on out of Spurs?
0: Um top four is not out of reach for Spurs. I the the earlier uh what the Dutch centre back. Van de Ven and um, Madison get back like the better I think full strength, a healthy Spurs I genuinely think they could have pushed or challenged for the league but right now of course they're going to lose I think the fact that they left with points obviously they historically have a good record against City and like usually upset City and whatnot but if you look at the lineups today, like I would rather have um West Ham's team. West Ham's side was stronger than Tottenham's side. Like I think they're definitely missing these key guys. But if they can get them back and like obviously they stay healthy towards the end of season, I think they can definitely hack top four. I don't I think I think people people criticize him for um I guess not changing how he plays and everything. I think the only one that was dumb was the the Chelsea game where I think were they two the two, two men down, are we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was it. That was a bit silly, but I think being able to go, it's nice to like, regardless of where you're playing, home away, neutral, like you're just going to play the game on your own terms. Like if you play like that as a team, you're not going to you're not going to fear anybody. I don't know. And that's how they were playing at start of season. Like all the who I think they even as it is now, the Chelsea game is the only game against a top six side that they've lost. And they they got two red cards. So
1: fair enough. Fair enough.
0: If they if everyone stays fit, I think they can hack top four. They hack, they can hack champs. Let's cause I think top five gives you champs this year. Well,
1: <laughs> that might not be certain because I was reading really something that has to do with the coefficients. I might, I might not know too much of too much about it, but like, I think if United and Newcastle
0: were to, oh go
1: to fuck, after yes, league, that might affect it. I'm yeah, not sure how. Think, well, yeah, if you
0: think it. have to do well in Europe, that definitely affects <laughs> it. Like, so yeah, yeah, that's true. Because I think I think all
1: the, I see all the Italian teams might go through or something like that and spanning yeah I I know there's there's definitely there's how well a lot of all the teams that are qualified have to do in order for it for that coefficient then to apply. Yeah so you're, you're, you're actually absolutely
0: right. And yeah, so not, I guess England is counting on you guys. Well <laughs> personally I
1: would rather United get knocked out and just focus on the league, but that's just me. <laughs> I'm not I'm not really banking on us getting through a group stage and I don't even want us to go to the Europa League. So i pray probably come last in that group and just focus on the league. <clears throat> but yeah, Dabs, before we got distracted a bit, um I was gonna ask you, how do you feel about like Angie's method for Spurs and all that? Like do you do you agree with every like the way he's playing, even despite everyone that is injured and out? And I think I even read today that Son might also be injured. I think he went off today so like, do you agree with him continuing to play the way he's playing? Or do you think, like, switch it up, be a bit more pragmatic?
2: Um, So I feel like with Spurs, like, you know, we made our predictions earlier in the season and guys were putting game to finish. I had them finishing, like, I think sixth or seventh, or probably even lower than that, s- seventh or eighth, probably. So, like, so far, I would say his methods have actually, like, done better than I thought they were going to do. So I'm not gonna like readjust my expectations just just based on that. So I still think they are in a good spot. But in terms of his approach to games, if you're talking about win titles, win Champions League, win cups, that's not gonna happen. You're not just gonna pull up and be playing and you want to play and you're gonna win. The biggest like the games are more that like the margins are a lot like too tight for that. But in terms of making them Champions League contenders, I guess that works, but in terms of his matters winning the league where he doesn't adjust, he doesn't try to like even like, just understand. Okay, some games. Let me just sit back, try and also the points. It's not gonna win anything for sports, but it's gonna get them into. They're gonna play good ball. They're gonna, they're gonna probably make champs, being continue to make champs. But they're not gonna win anything. I, in my opinion, just based on not being able to adapt to situations on the fly, because I feel like today, now they were up ones were at West Ham. I wasn't watching the game, and they were, they were fucking dominating West Ham. I didn't watch the game, but if they had probably maybe. Sat back a bit, Trump, particularly, they probably would have left at least a point. But they're probably still playing full attack, go, go, go for 90 minutes. I have just feel those minor changes that what determines who wins league and who, wins, who doesn't win league. But in terms of making content for Champions they can yeah, you can probably get them doing that consistently.
1: Mm. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Another team I want to talk about is Villa. Villa third right now, which is. I think it's ridiculous considering who their coach is and how some Arsenal fans feel about him. But, guys, where are you with Villa? I don't think anybody expected what they're doing right now or how well they're even doing. Uh, we are talking earlier about how good their team is and how much depth they have. But do you think this is something they can sustain for the rest of the season or is this just like a honeymoon period for them?
0: No, I don't think it's a honeymoon period because they've been generally been playing very well since Emery joined. And he's been there, I guess, longer than this season. Like, the second half of last season, they also played very well. Um, I, Maybe they, if anything, are slightly overperforming. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of other teams are not performing as well as we thought they would. So pretty much all the teams that are above, like City, Tottenham, United, Newcastle, even even Brighton. Like I don't know, but Aston I, I Villa, like Brighton. I would say that relatively the same level, but yeah, I don't I don't think it's a honeymoon period. But I just feel like the teams that ahead of are underperforming this season.
1: Mm. So you don't think the fact that yeah, the Conference League is going to slow them down, you know, towards. Like the end of the
0: season, no, not really. To me, Sha, sure. not really, because like they lose guys and they still, they still. Unless uh, we spoke about it, earlier and I was like, maybe they need another nine. Like I think a lot of that game is like, I can't imagine them doing it without Watkins, but just a lot of other players. I think can be replaced. Like, Telemans slaughtered into the side. Like, they didn't miss a beat. Like, they have... They can play three centre-backs or they can play... Actually play Mati or Conta or play right-back. Moreno, at some point last season was benching Digne. Like, it Zaniolo, Ramsey, Leon Bailey. Those aren't, like, Show starters like they have a decent squad, so I think they should be able to cope with. Um, I guess, playing in the, in the con especially no offense, especially the conference league. I think I think they'll be fine mm. if they well, if something happens to Watkins, then it goes all, all up in smoke because I don't think they yeah, have.
1: I was, to- I was just about to even talk about Watkins, Dabs. So where do you think Watkins ranks? in Terms of strikers in the league because we've had this conversation a lot of times who are like the best strikers in the league. And what do you think, Watkins? Like, what do you think your ranks?
2: Um, I don't have an opinion on that I've only seen one of their games this season. Um, so I, I do, Watkins, so I haven't seen him much, so you have an opinion that, that makes sense on him. But think, let me just say, straight, I think, are better than him. Um, I think Isaac is better than him, obviously, Highland. Um. I Definitely I mean, surely better than him. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to call guys that are debatable. Um, yeah, there's just, just one. What might be said? I think there's just two guys, so maybe it's Alvarez, Arvarez. yeah, three. Um, Darwin Nunes. Uh, it's not, it's not a short thing. I, people can what? debate it that way. People can debate it that way. So, I guess, I guess it's that's the case for top five. Top five best trackers in
1: Mm, the the, the, league.
2: Football, football has never been been worse. Football has never (laughs) been worse in terms of quality. I'm serious. If you want to know how bad football has fallen off, just think of, okay, what are the best? If I make the world best XI today, and I put them beside the world best XI in 2015, 2010, 2005, 2000, it's never. it, It doesn't make sense, bro. Is it that bad? Just do that, find out now.
0: I I think it's unfair when you're comparing guys like uh Messi and Ronaldo, but you move them outside, then if you remove them,
2: if you remove Messi and Ronaldo, the wingers are still going to be from a pick of Bale Hazard Neymar or Salah. And if you if you because Salah is not the part of this generation, if you put if you say okay, you want to from these guys, the pick are going to be Vinicius, Saka.
0: No, but you have to factor in, like, if Salah is not part of this generation, then we haven't, maybe it's too early to judge the generation, because we haven't... Yeah. A lot of the guys you list are, like, I was about 20, to say. 25 and under. Like, there's, like, this guy didn't really even start playing, No, not start playing well, but his peak was towards the end of his career. Guys I'm like... Rob. Guys
2: like Bill at their young age. So I'm not even saying project them, but I say I you use Neymar at think, 20.
0: You
1: don't think Saka is as good as Bill was when he was that age?
0: The season, Bill did that stuff as Spurs. I'm asking, I'm asking. No, I don't think he's as good as Bill's last season with Spurs. No, <laughs> I don't
2: right. think he's close. Fair enough. I don't think he's close. That that Bill season. Don't forget, Bill was not playing a system where someone was opening space where well and he was taking the field and he was playing. Bill was calling bangers, free kick, volley, long range. Peace, was scoring all kinds of goals. I
1: just I just called Saka as an example, but like I think yeah, I get the
2: question but I I don't think,
1: think, think. I think people like Vinicius Mbappe Haaland, like what, I forgot. Guys, what what those guys are doing right now is like, I
2: forgot
0: Mbappe, I forgot Mbappe. It's
1: definitely maybe maybe not Messi Ronaldo, but he's definitely on that on that level below. Yeah. So
0: and, Ro- and Rodri, don't forget Rodri.
2: <laughs> but I think yeah, I got I guess showed that as a case, but you're gonna be comparing directly against Busque.
0: Some people will pick Rodri.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm serious.
1: I mean, I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. Like,
0: what, like, the, I guess what Busquets, because that's kind of his own role, what he does better than Rodri, I think Rodri makes up for it, like, with carrying the ball and attacking threats, like, honestly. So, I'm just saying it's an argument. I'm not trying to debate.
1: No, no, no. I'm not even... I, I, I mean, I was even going to... Even, I was even looking at them, like, side-by-side, like, ability-wise. It was just more of, like, achievements and level they are playing at. If if you want to do ability, I don't know if... <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Maybe not yet, but I don't know if Rodri is necessarily as good as Busquets, you know, was, I speak. But I think performance-wise, Rodri is definitely at that level right now.
0: But. Ro- has Busquets, uh, let me never say anything outrageous for <laughs> Rodri 2022 23. I just I need people to put Busquets like
1: best season, no That's what I'm saying. Like, performance, like, you know, if you're putting your best seasons, then yeah, but like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, let's see, let's see, like, over the course of like, like Rodri still has time, so let's see, let's see. But I think that's a <clears throat> that's a nice segue to to kind of end this, Dabs, um, I don't know if you have any best bets for us, um, but if you don't, or rather, if you do, you know we can post it later. But another thing I was going to say is this might be our last 40, at least the three of us together, 40 episode until at least the new year. Um, time difference, I know, people are on vacation, so it's going to be hard to kind of record. Um, we might still give you one. Maybe just not two of us together. We'll see how that goes. Um, NBA content will still be the same every other weekend. But yeah, you know, if we don't talk to you guys again for the the New Year, obviously, Merry Christmas. You know, good luck with all the teams you support. Festive period, so you love games. We'll see which team kind of like survives this period. But yeah, you guys can tell people bye.
0: Merry Christmas and all, all of that. I say, people, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all the above, Uh, be safe. Yeah, no,
2: see you guys in New Year, Merry Christmas.